0: Now I'm going to teach you something extremely valuable and that is how to distribute a book on its own merit. Also I have a special section starting now with how to sell books to Hindus because if you approach in the wrong way you may be disappointed. Ready? Yes. How to distribute to Hindus. Okay, don't hand them anything. <laughs> the second you hand them something, it's over. Because they'll feel that you're insulting them, that, and, and kind of you are, because they already know this. They already know about this. And then they're gonna tell you so, as soon as you hand it to them, and, and they feel already off balance, and you're off balance. So last night we met many Indian people, really nice people and everybody knows because i told them don't extend anything don't extend lollipops no cards no nothing of course there's different ways to approach everything as i told you before but this is one of the ways that i guarantee you'll be successful 98.3 percent of the time when you approach uh indian doors or on the street so don't hand them anything make friends first first make friends before you tell them anything about what you're doing and ask where they're from because that's one of the ways you make friends with people and appreciate where they're from next is to use this mantra and i suggest you have this tattooed on your arm <laughs> please say this you know better than me, you know better than me. <laughs> yeah you try that with your wife or your husband <laughs> or your <laughs> Your, your ashram mates and just start off what you say you know better than me and you'll clear the way to communication people will appreciate more so when you talk to Indians tell them you know better than me before you start you, what you're about to say and what I tell people before I hand them anything so as you know better than I there's a way in which the problems of the world are actually caused by people not having a clear idea of who they are and what the real goal of life is, and that these solutions are all spiritual, and that India holds the key. There's the gem of all spiritual knowledge, the Bhagavad Gita, as you know better than me. You can say it more than one time. (laughs) And we tell them that we're, last night I was uh, uh, emphasizing that we're starting centers of learning for the Bhagavad Gita all over the world not just in the UK, but also in China, in Japan, in the Middle East, and that it's the, the non-sectarian universal knowledge that it can actually bring, bring peace to the world. And people love that. And uh, I do too. It's a really good concept. So, I remember, I haven't handed them anything. I'm just telling this right now. And I also mentioned how we're placing Bhagavad Gita's in hotels, schools, hospitals, and so forth, which is all true. And, Then, I tell them it's the best non-sectarian knowledge comes from the Bhagavad Gita, and I tell them we're doing a fundraiser. I haven't handed them anything. I'm standing right in front of them on the street or the door or somewhere else, and I say, we're collecting money. And they love to hear that because they're keeping money, and it's really bothering them. (laughs) They're thinking, what can I do with my money that won't bother me? And then, then when you tell them, Bhagavad Gita, world peace. And they'll say, okay, I'll be right back. And they'll come back and they'll give donation. They'll feel happy. And once, you, once they give a donation, and you be very direct, what do you want? Well, we want money. Just give money. Then, after they donate, then you can give them a number of books. Of course, again, a disclaimer. It's not the only way. You can do Corn Explorer and try it other ways as well. Way as well, and experiment, but in experimentation I found this. Uh, it's good to experiment and do it the other way too, because some people, when you hand them the book, you can have a really nice discussion, but I'm just saying, if you're finding that when you meet Indians, oftentimes you get into this tug of war, you hand them the book and they say, I already know this, in fact, I already know everything. My mom read the Bhagavad Gita every day to me, my grandmother memorized the Bhagavad Gita, and You can even tell them ahead of time, you already know this. Your mother read Bhagavad Gita to you every night. Your grandmother memorized Bhagavad Gita. They go, how did you know? (laughs) This book isn't for you. That's another thing I say. It's not for you. It's for other people. You already know this. And you know better than me. Keep those mantras going. And then they'll be happy to donate to spread the knowledge all over the world. And then when you give them some books, they're so happy. And they really appreciate it. So you can try this and you'll see that it works about 93.8 or did I say 98.3% of the time. I guarantee it. How to distribute books? Uh, Bhagavad Gita on its own merit. L- listen really carefully to this because we're going to stand up in a minute and we're going to practice. We have Bhagavad Gitas lined up over there and you're going to do it by uh, having a partner and, show, and distributing to your partner backwards and forwards meaning that one will do it and then the other will do it. Okay, you're ready? Yes, ma'am. I'm really not convinced. Yes. Yes. Oh, all right, here we go. First thing, and again, this is just a template, everyone has different ways of doing it, but this is one way that I do it that's very successful, and if you try it, I guarantee you're gonna sell Bhagavad Gita's wherever you go. First one is radar. Second one is qualify, third is trust the hand, four is give a nutshell presentation, five is show and tell, six is compliment, seven is humor, and eight is engage. Ready, here we go. Radar, you guys have them all over the place here. Radar guns, they work with some kind of beam, that goes out, it hits the vehicle and it bounces back and it gives a reading on the meter of how fast the car is going and they see if you're within the limit so let me teach you how you do that hold up your hand you've got a lot of power in your hand you're part and parcel of krishna and you can shoot a beam like a little radar out of your hand and when it hits somebody you're gonna get a reading back of what keep your hand up and you're gonna get a reading back about uh, what their particular mood is whether they're ripe fruit or unripe fruit. Okay, so now I want you to point your hand at somebody in the room, not me. I can't handle all the energy. And I'm gonna do the mantra that shows you how to activate, it activates the beam. Are you ready? Hold your hand up, point it high. Did you feel it? What kind of response did you get? Was it good? That's because everyone's ripe fruits in here. But if you try it on the street, you're gonna get a number of different, now there's a scale between one and 10. I was teaching the devotees on the street this the other day. Shoot, you shoot it out there high, you can get like a five. And they're, they're almost, they're trying to smile, but they can't quite kind of, <laughs> And then they look away. 5.1, you've, you're in business. They're just starting to get ripe. Right. 4.9, you can let them go. They're not gonna stop anyway and get up in the sevens and eights, they're going to go, Hi! Where you been all my life? What do you got in your bag? <laughs> Can I take all of those? That'll happen. And we're, again, we're selecting, we're not convincing. So, use your radar and just say hi, 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 hi. You watch me when I go up and down the street, I'm going to everybody, hi, 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 hi. I'm shooting them with a little ray and I'm watching their eyes, and I'm waiting to make a conscious connection with them. And you can do that with living beings because they're conscious. So you look at them and they send their consciousness back and you go, huh, huh, huh? And they go, yeah, all right. It's unspoken but there, there's, a, there's a conscious connection you can make and when it's past five and into 5.1, you're, you got a chance and you can go for it. So how do you go for it? Next thing is qualify this kind of handshake doesn't work anymore this was made pre-pandemic so this is the kind of handshake watch this Keshava Gokula came all the way over from his seat because he wanted to bump uh hands right you could do it from like from here all the way to there watch i've had people come all the way across the street to get a fist bump because there's something visceral about it. you connected with another human being. This is a very powerful way. It was invented somebody, by somebody just for Sankirtan. You can bump Lord Brahma and badramte, bump, bump. This, this is uh, one of the ways to qualify people. So you qualify people by asking a question. Here's my question. I say, I'm from California. Where are you from? Italy. Italy, I love Italy. Fantastic, here you go. So I asked them a question, they gave a response, and according to their response, I hand them a book. So they don't feel like out of the blue, I just came up and said, here! They are like, why me? It's like, I don't know, I just picked you out. It's like, well, I don't wanna be picked out. I wanna be qualified first. Where are you from? London. London, fantastic, I love London. Here, take a look, we'll show you one too. So you ask the question, and then whatever they say qualifies them for having a look. And you're just gonna have a look, that's all. So next thing, trust the hand. So the hand is a sense, one of the senses on our body. And a lot of times the body, yeah, go ahead, take a look. Still there? So the mind might say, uh, no, no, don't do it. But the hand, on the, other, on the other hand, is doing its Dharma and it'll grab stuff. So you watch people and their minds going, nah, don't do it. The guy wants money from you and you just, hand the book to them anyway, and you watch their hand, you go, here hand, come here, and you go, here, and then their hand grabs it. And then the, the mind, and the, ha- the guy's mind's going like, why'd you do that, because it's like that's what I do, I grab stuff, you put it out here. So, you trust the hand, put it in their hand, don't be afraid to let it out of your possession into the person's hand. You can practice that. And then, use your mantra. So here's a mantra that you can use, it's very powerful. Uh, these are books on yoga, I abbreviate it. Books on yoga and meditation shows you how to get free from stress. So, everyone, please say it. Books on yoga and meditation that show you how to get free from stress. And now, there's a communication device called the question mark. It's the most powerful punctuation mark in any language. Whoever's asking the questions is leading the conversation, and that's why we pepper our presentation with questions. Okay, so. Now you make, the, you make the statement as you're handing the book over, you say books on yoga meditation shows you how to get free from stress, and then ask them a question to hold everything in place. You've heard of stress, right? Have you heard of stress? Yes. Okay, doesn't matter if they say yes or no, because if they say I'm not stressed, you're gonna say the same thing. As if they, and if they say I am stressed. So most people, about 98% say, yeah, of course I've heard of stress, I feel stressed. And then you say, Really, you don't look stressed, you look spiritual. So this is not um, just undue flattery because they do look spiritual, and there's a reason for that, they are. It's instant self-realization. As soon as you tell somebody they look spiritual, they start realizing, hey, wait a minute, I forgot. I'm from the spiritual world. Try it, say to the person next to you, you look spiritual. How do you feel? Self-realized, right? It works anywhere, you go up to, you look spiritual, and they go, oh my God, I forgot. I'm actually from the spiritual world. So, when you say, really, you don't look stressed, you look spiritual, you say, how come you guys don't look stressed at all, though? And they start looking around and say, actually, you look spiritual. Now, here's the big question. Get ready, if you don't take anything away from the seminar, except for this, you're still gonna walk away ahead. Are you ready? What's your secret? Say it. What's your secret? What's your secret? So now this is changing the relationship. Remember I said don't be condescending? Don't be condescending to people. So they're thinking you're interjecting into my life. You're interfering because you want me to change what I'm doing. You want me to change some habit pattern I have. You want me to subscribe to some new thing. That's why people don't want to stop. So now I'm changing my relationship. Now they're the guru. I'm putting them on the Vyasasana. And I'm down here going like, hey, what's your secret? You're spiritual, you tell me, what's your secret? I'm their student now. I'm not condescending, you just changed the relationship. And there's a marked change right there when you say that, what's your secret? Because then they'll, they'll start thinking like, well, I have something to offer, I'm a teacher. And the people in the mode of ignorance will say, I drink and I smoke a lot of pot. People in the mode of passion will say, I, I work all day long and then people goodness say I do yoga and then some people say I have no idea what my secret is so then you can give them something to think about like you probably just come from a good family right and then they'll say no <laughs> then I say you're you're just a natural then right I, go, I guess so okay next thing is take the book back now it's time for show and tell after you've done this first part now you take the book back and you start showing so on the on the back of the book you can mention Thoreau, Emerson, Gandhi, even if it's not there, just start pointing to the back of the book and say the names. Thoreau, Gandhi, Gandhi, Emerson, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., Albert Einstein, The Beatles, Tupac Shakur. That covers a wide spectrum, doesn't it? And just name drop. And then I open the book to the Sanskrit and I ask him, can you read this? 99.9% of them say? No. No, and I say, I was just kidding, around just testing you, and then I say, this has been translated in English over 400 times. Out of all the translations, this is the most popular in the universities, and then I show it in the front cover, the various universities. I just show two of them, like Georgetown University and and, uh, USC. Then I start showing the pictures, and I hold the book open so I can show the pictures, and I show them the changing bodies now, I say, look, we start down there and we end up here. And I ask them, where are you in this? And then they get really involved, and they'll start looking, well, I think I'm right here. And I say, wow, amazing, huh? And I said, I was over there a few minutes ago, now I'm over here. We're all just passing through. And then I go to the next picture and I say, a self-realized person treats everyone with respect, because he or she sees there's a spirit in everyone's heart. And then I ask them, you've heard of karma, right? And they'll say? 99% of the time say yes. And then I say, what does it mean to you? Another question. What does it mean to you? What does it mean to you? What goes around around comes around. And then I say, wow, what a great explanation. So you try it. I'll say, you ask me what karma means to me. Ask me. Well, you know, there's rabbits and butterflies, and the sun comes (laughs) up, and it's really wild. And you say, Whoa, what a great explanation. And then I say, if more people in the world thought like you, the world would be a better place to live. Everyone say that. (laughs) Then I ask him, what do you do professionally? They say, I'm a civil engineer, I'm a Sunday school teacher, I'm a dancer. I say, really, this guy used to be a civil engineer. This guy used to be a Sunday school teacher. This guy used to be a dancer. And then they say, ha, ha, ha. And then that's when I hand the book back to them. And I say, we don't sell it like in a bookstore. We only ask for a donation. And now this is where a lot of devotees feel like, I I could do everything else, but I can't ask for the donation. Do you ever feel like that? Let me change your life for you. I'm gonna give you an infallible way to ask for a donation so you'll never feel reticent about it again. Are you ready? Yeah. Here we go. Hand the book back and say, we don't need the money. But first I said, we don't, we don't sell it like in the bookstore, we only ask a donation. We don't need the money. The only reason we ask is when you give something in return for spiritual knowledge, it connects you to the spiritual teachers who have passed it down over many generations, and it allows you to enter deeply within the knowledge. So one woman last night said, so what's the money for? They said, it's for you, it's a penance. When you give money, then you're able to understand the book. And she said, okay, <laughs> but this is infallible because actually this is the real purpose of dakshina. Mm-hmm. It's so the person can understand the book. And if you say it like this, just try it, even if it's corn explorer, you'll start, you'll start noticing that it's much easier to present like that. You're not selling a book, you're actually asking them to give something in return as a spiritual process so that they can read it. Then, oh, I didn't show you that part. All this, by the way, is written on a card, so you can use it. If you want to put a price, one of the ways to say it, it costs such and such for printing and shipping, Anything you give over that is a donation. For instance, if you, if you wanna throw in, they cost about $10 for printing and shipping, and anything you give over that is a donation. Because sometimes people, they don't know what to give, and therefore they'll say, I don't have any money. They all have money. But they just don't know what to give, and they wanna embarrass themselves or, or get in a, a situation where they give less than you thought they should give. So sometimes it helps if you tell them how much it, uh, would be okay. And if they end up saying, well, I don't have that much, you say, just give a penny. And they'll go, I can't just give a penny. And say, no, just give a penny. And then they'll reach in, and they'll give you five, 10 pounds. And then know if you come back so you can just have them in your pocket. For instance, um, they say, I already know all about this. You say, that's great. I can tell by looking at you. They say, I'm a blank, like we met the other day this couple came down and I showed the book, they go, we're atheists. And I said, oh, great. Let me give you the atheist book. I took back the book I was handing them, and I asked the devotee, is the devotee here? We were working with you. I said, give me the atheist book. And they were like, which one? <laughs> so I handed him the <laughs> science of self-realization. And the guy was so appreciative. He goes, you guys even accommodate atheists? <laughs> I said, yeah, all the time, almost exclusively in fact. So, the, the principle is, whatever you hand the person, if they reject it out of hand because they have a certain mental construct, don't force it on them, take it back and give them another one, and then explain it in the terms that they can understand it. Like, last night we met uh, several Muslims, and the, like the first guy wasn't going to give, because I came up to the door, and he was almost going to close the door with the other group, and I said, uh, you know, what's going on? And he said, I'm Muslim. I said, Salaam Alaikum, Alaikum salam, Maravak, Kifadlak, Alhamdulillah, Al-Hawakbar. And you know, he was like, hey. And, you know, and then I just, I told him, we're spreading love for Allah. Allah's within everyone's heart, everyone forgot. We're supposed to pray every day and, and develop love for Allah. And he said, okay, I'll help out. So just uh, repackage it in a way that they can understand it. Are you selling this? That's a great question, I love it. And I say, we refuse to sell it. It's too valuable, we just take a donation. And they go, all right then, I'll give a donation. But you can really emphasize that first one. We refuse to sell these. It's too valuable, we just take a donation. How much should I donate? We try to keep it under 100 pounds, but in your case, we're thinking about making an exception. They love that one. Because it keeps it fun and open. And another one we say is that, we say that uh, there's no minimum, but more importantly, there's no maximum. And then we ask them after they buy the book, that do you believe in the power of prayer? And if they say no, no I don't believe in prayer, then we say perfect. So we give you a mantra, and then we say, uh, please repeat after me. And you say it really quick. Are you ready? Please repeat after me. Are you ready? Yes. And they go okay. And Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. Krishna Krishna. Krishna, Krishna, Hare Hari, Hare, Hare. Hare, Hare. Hare, Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Rama, Rama. Hare Hari. Then give them prasadam. There's no earthly reason not to be carrying prasadam around everywhere you go and give it to everyone. I got lollipops in this bag, you can check me. Everywhere I have lollipops ready to hand to people and on sankirtan it's vital, give them some prasadam afterwards. And then after they chanted the mantra, they got the book. And then you can take their name, if you wish, and uh, keep in contact with them and get them signed up for the School of Bhakti, or one of the other ones, Haribol School of Bhakti. <laughs> and then thank them for taking their valuable time. Whether they gave or they didn't gave, or they, they sneered at you, whatever, just be nice to them because our, our, our prime directive is leave everyone with a good impression, right? So now, uh, we have a few minutes. We have a, a special um, IQ test here to see how we can do as a team, an, a team IQ. And what we have to do is to uh, get into lines so that everyone, am I saying the right thing? So that everyone has a partner facing him or her. And on one side, you see there's two lines, each facing each other. And there may be multiple lines with you, each person facing a partner. And on one side, everyone's holding a Bhagavad Gita, and the other side, the other person's empty-handed. And what you're gonna do is, we're gonna go through this template, so you practice saying, hi, and I'm from such and such, where are you from? When they say where they're from, you say, great, let me show you what. Two, books on yoga and meditation shows you how to get free from stress. And you go through the the template. Did we happen to uh, print out the the cards? No, we couldn't print out the card for now. Okay. We're going to give we you. We're going to give you an at-a-glance. It tells you how to do the whole thing, and you can carry it around with you. But for now, we have to figure out the logistics. You have to figure out the logistics of how to get lined up. Correct. Yeah. Are we going to use that space over there? We're going to use three cues there. Okay. Three queues there, one queue here, but you have to self-organize, and the world record that's been done in a group this size is one minute and two seconds. But I'm very convinced that here in the UK you can do much better than that. So one uh, set of uh, two lines here, and then three lines over there, and you can get your gitas. so organize yourselves. When I say go, I'm gonna time you. On your mark, get set, go. Okay, everybody. Are you ready? Yes. Okay, so you can look over here stand a little bit on this side. Everybody can put your attention over here. If you can hear me, raise your hand. If you can hear me, raise your hand. If you can hear me, raise your hand. If you can hear, me, you can hear my voice, raise your hand. If you can hear, raise both hands. Okay, please look over here. I'm going to give you a demonstration. Hi. Is he a ripe fruit, or what? (laughs) Looked like about a 4.3. So, let me say, for this experiment, be a ripe fruit. Don't put any obstacles, just let the repetition happen, okay? Hi! Hello! (laughs) I'm from California, where are you from? London. London, I love London. I just got here two weeks ago. Here, from California to London. Books on yoga and meditation that show you how to get free from stress. So notice I'm saying that as I'm handing the book over. Now the question comes, because questions lead the conversation, and they hold everything in place, they're like a hook. You've heard of stress, right? Yeah. Really, because you don't look stressed, you look so peaceful. What's your secret? In fact, you look spiritual. Thank you. What's your secret? Prashadam. Prashadam. (laughs) I should have known. Fantastic. Well here, I'll show you really quick. How fast am I showing him? Really quick. quick. Always say really quick. Always say this is going to be over in a few seconds because their minds going like, I gotta go, I gotta go, I gotta go. So you say really quick, really quick. It's almost over. And then, I'm taking the book back. I'm going to show them really quick. Say, Thoreau, Emerson, Gandhi, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., Albert Einstein, The Beatles, Tupac Shakur, they all read this book. You try to hit them with one name, if you've got different names here in the UK that people recognize of people who actually read the Gita, then use those too. Can you read this? Let the record show I'm pointing to Sanskrit. He says... <laughs> <laughs> no, just go along. <laughs> say oh, no. no. I can't. I, can't here, I was just testing you. And the, they, they find a little levity in that. And then they say, it's all translated in English, and it's been translated over 400 times, but this book is the most popular in academia. Look at, you know Georgetown University? USC? Yes. Yes. Okay, here I'll show you in a nutshell. Here it is in a nutshell. And now notice the first thing I'm turning to, which we can see from the screen, is the changing bodies. This is changing bodies. And I say, look at, we start here, we end up here. We're just passing through. Life's like a quick journey. Where are you in all this? Let the record show he said there. I'll say something like, I'm over here, I was here five minutes ago. Next minute, uh, next page I show, this shows a self-realized person. He or she gives respect to all living beings because that person sees there's a spirit in everyone's heart. Next is a question. You've heard of karma, right? What does it mean to you? It's like a boomerang. It's like a boomerang. I love the way you put things. Fantastic. If more people in the world thought like you, it would be a better world to live in. And what do you do professionally? Um, IT. IT, what kind of IT? Breaking things. Break, like testing? No, I just break things. He breaks <laughs> things. Is that a thing? <laughs> I'm, j- I'm joking. Okay, say, uh, what part of IT then? Um, IT support. Look at this guy used to be an IT support. <laughs> and half the people laugh, And the other half, the people, they don't wanna offend you by laughing too much, so they go, really? And they go, no, not really, I'm just kidding. And then they laugh. So when he's laughing, notice that he's laughing? That's when I hand the book back. We don't sell it like in a bookstore. We only ask for a donation. We don't need the money. The only reason we ask, when you give something in return for spiritual knowledge, it connects you to the previous teachers who have passed it down over many generations it allows you to enter deeply within the knowledge. Don't have any money. We don't take cash. We take MasterCard, Visa, American Express, Carte Blanche, or Diners Club. So some people say, I have I, you know, I don't I don't have any cash. And he said, we don't take cash. We take MasterCard Visa. You just close the avenue really quick and then then make sure you have the machine right there ready to go and assume the sale. And then he'll give. Uh, So, uh, say, I don't have any cash. I don't have any cash. Perfect, we don't take cash. We don't take MasterCard Visa, and we have a machine. So, give your card. (laughs) And you give whatever you like. There's no minimum, but more importantly, there's no maximum. Mm -hmm. And like, ask how much do most people give? 20 pounds? No, ask how much most people. How much do people give? Well. Uh, everybody's the individual. We try to keep it under 100 pounds, but, but in your case, we're thinking about making it an exception, <laughs> and then we let them sign up. They go, oh, I'll give you 10, I'll give you 20, I'll give you 50, something like that. Then uh, he's given a donation, and then I, I say, do you believe in the power of prayer? Yes. Yes, so I'm gonna teach you this beautiful prayer from Sanskrit, it's meant to wake up love for God in your heart, and I hand him a card, and I say, are you ready? Repeat after me. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Hare. Now I give him some prasadam, and if you'd like to be in touch, I take his name, and I say we have a program where you can learn more about this, if you'd like to join us online or come to our center, and I take the name down. And then I thank him, thank you very much uh, for taking your valuable time, it's been an honor to meet you. Give them a big hand. That's a small hand, give them a big hand. Okay, thank you for that. Merry Christmas. That's it in a nutshell. Do you have any questions before we start? One thing I'd like to say is, yes? So they're normally in a rush? Normally they're in a rush. Well, if they're in a rush, they say I'm in a hurry, then I say, don't try to stop them if they're in a hurry, I just ask a question. They say, I'm in a hurry, I say, are you in a big hurry? They say, I'm in a big hurry. I say, would you like me to give you the five second version? So ask questions, because questions are hooks, they hold everything in place. So they say, I'm in a hurry. Big hurry? Yeah, big hurry. You want the five second version? And if they say they'll want the five second version, they'll take a book. They'll come back and say, they're spiritual books, we just ask a donation. And they'll go, okay, how much? And they'll give something. And if they're really in a big hurry, they just want to get away, let them go. We're not trying to hold on to anybody. We're picking the right fruits. Don't chase people. If they're in a hurry, let them go. You're gonna find the right fruit in between when you're looking for people. Okay? They say that, uh, this is not my That's okay, It doesn't matter. We're still looking for the right fruits. They're aberrations and they're objections, but they're one out of 20, one out of 10. You don't worry about them. You just keep moving. Later on, you'll figure out how to fill in the gaps for all the other people, for the people who say yes, say no for different reasons. But right now, don't worry about it. All you have to do is select more people and find ripe fruits. Wait for the ripe fruit to come by and don't get an anxiety about it. Just wait till somebody's open to looking at your book. And if it's only three people an hour, you pick the ripe fruits, they're gonna take books and you're gonna be happy. And you're gonna thank me afterwards because say, you just saved me a lot of time and anxiety. You can thank me later. Later, just If you're in a group, should we stay close together? Yes, it's good to stay close together. In fact, you saw, didn't you? We were out on High Street. We had like 40 people in one area, and I always get everyone to introduce themselves too. 40 people in a row. Yes. How do people proceed if? Uh People are collecting money for themselves. How do they? Individually oh. instead of work. They work as a group, but they, they, they have this made the decision to collect. Uh, well, uh, That's a workaround. Life is a series of workarounds, especially the Sankirtan movement. So never give ultimatums. We always try to figure out a way to make something work. Okay, now let's face your partner. And on one side, you're holding the book. And we're going to try it this way today. I'm going to walk you through it, okay? So first thing is, say hi, and then see if they're a ripe fruit, and if they are, then tell them where you're from and ask them where they're from. So sometimes when people don't have cash, which just a token anyway, you can ask them, do you have any fruits? If you're door to door, do you have anything else inside the house that you can donate? And then also it's a matter of how you're managing, honey, you, you're managing your inventory and your daily, if somebody's interested in the book and they don't have money, then I let them have the book. If they're not interested in the book and they don't have money and they don't wanna give money, then I say, would you rather I give it to someone else? That's how I take the book back, because we don't wanna give it to people who aren't interested, they won't respect it. If they'll give it a good home and they're totally respectful for it and they gave their valuable time, and it's not very frequent, actually, that people don't have money or don't give money. It's very infrequent. But when they do do that, and I say, "Look, you took your valuable time. You know, you already paid. So if you'd like to keep it, you go ahead." And a lot of times they come running back later. They found some money somewhere. Okay. Uh, did anybody not finish besides here? The boat going back and forth. Yes, Prabhu. We'll give you the templates. Yes, we'll give you the templates. We'll email We're emailing it tonight, before midnight, or your money back from this seminar. Yes, Prabhu? Is it okay to Sorry. it is it necessary that we have to go out to distribute books rather like than, I work six days, but so the place I work from, I love uh, uh, several of customers. Sometimes I look for that right fruit and I carry books and uh, I and various books in my, my office and I offer them that. Is that correct thing to do? I'm yes, that's correct. Wherever you are, however you can organize, then do it like that. Uh, The great uh, Jayananda, remember him? Mm -hmm. We celebrate his disappearance day every year. He started as a taxi cab driver and he'd always put a a book on the back seat. And then when people get in, there's a book back here. He goes, yeah, take a look at it. And he sold so many books every day when he was uh, driving his taxi. So there's no one place to distribute. It's all, the universe is open for business. Wherever you are, whatever you're doing, you can do it there, right? Okay, yes, uh, we'll just take last two because we're almost finished and out of time. Uh, I was just wondering when you do the hand. if when you're like in London in a city where people are going quite fast, if it's still work, or, I've tried it but maybe I'm being impatient. So. Yeah, I'm, I'm more used to it standing behind a booth in the airport when they had to come to me. But if you have another way of stopping people, that's okay too. And I, as I say, this is just one way. And it's for people that don't already have a template, because this one you can use in most places. But in a city where it's a little more passionate, I don't take new people to the city and put them on the street, because it's a little difficult even for seasoned people on the street. It's like putting somebody on a, you know, in a professional cricket match when it's their first time, you know, swinging a bat. Hope that was a good analogy. Um, yes, and last one. Hi Krishna. so um, I tried a template in High Street that day, and there was a gentleman who took the book, but he had no cash or nothing, and I said, just give whatever you have, and he just had a necklace, and he said, this is too precious, and he just took the book and put it in his bag, and he wasn't going to give it back, and so, there any tips for that? People used to steal books from us all the time in America when we work in the airport, Guru Charmampadra, we worked together at O'Hare Airport. It became a sport, actually, because we were very young people, and we were distributing books, and then people thought, oh, these are kids out here believe in some god. And then they come up, and they go, yeah, very interesting. Thanks! And they take it and run off. So in 1975, we reported this to Prabhupada and said, Prabhupada, several people a day are stealing books from us. What should we do? And Prabhupada said, lucky thief. LAUGHTER Joke's on them, they get home and it's like, hey, what happened, to you? You <laughs> became a Hare Krishna. Yeah, I stole the book from the guy. <laughs> Next thing I know, I'm chanting Hare Krishna. <laughs> so, um, I think we're gonna have to sit down for the grand finale here, and at least you gotta start with the templates. So could everyone sit back down again and we'll have a finishing talk. Well, I'll say a couple more sentences, but I'll be fighting off tears. That was too nice. Thank you, Vishwambhar Prabhu. Thank you, all of you. We've really gotten filled up here near Akula and myself for coming and being in your warm embrace here in this Yatra. What you've created here throughout the UK and our, our experiences here will stick with us for a lifetime. And uh, tonight, I'm so touched that you all came out for this. I. Um, rush through a lot of it because it's a big topic. It's an art. You don't learn to paint overnight, but it's worth taking up the art because Krishna will reciprocate with you in ways that you can't imagine. And it is something that's very dear to Prabhupada and our Acharyas. And uh, please uh, organize together. You're brilliant here and you will have amazing hearts. Help each other work together and do something that astounds the world people need that now. They need to see examples of those who can rise above all the challenges of the world and work together for the highest spiritual cause. And you have it. So please go for it and uh, come to spiritual greatness uh, for the sake of helping the people of the world and you'll be completely successful even more than you are now.